the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 142. This week, I am joined by Chris, Sebastian, Ethan, and welcome back, Shauna. That's going to be the new show. Welcome back, Shauna. And so, welcome back, welcome Carter. Back. Hey, hey, hey. Did you say Carter or Cotter? Cotter. Yeah, it's Cotter. Yeah. No, no, I know Carter. That, that had nothing to do with it. I just wanted that to was say like hey, a hey, Fat hey. Albert type thing, yeah. you know. But I, I know that was before your time. I just but... wanted to say hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and once again, I'm R.A. Rain. We're here uh, for, yeah, we got, what, three weeks until Comic-Con? Don't. Yep. Yeah. I know, there's so much shit I've got to do before Comic-Con. I've still finally got all of the paperwork in, which is we had till the 6th, I think, to do. So we got all that going. But tonight, we're going to talk about the ending of Game of Thrones. Not just the season. No, the ending, just the end. Well, no it looks more. like the end is nigh. Because... It looks like the event it is. Yeah, they're, they're, we'll get to that. Uh, season 3 of Rebels is going to link to possibly more Star Wars movies. Anna Kendrick gets squirrely with Marvel. Ew. I know, it's kind of... It's, so uh, Ethan put this one together. Pitch per... Oh, pitch perfect. <laughs> Pixar ditches... Well, speaking of Anna pitch Kendrick... Perfect's not going to have any more sequels. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Shauna. No, actually, they are. They're, they're putting Aww. a third one out. But Pixar... is funny, dude. I actually like Elizabeth Banks. I think she did a good job. So. I've got no complaints. If, if only for the line... What was, uh, was, it was like... Girls who were too fat to be cheerleaders or something like that. <laughs> Those were the best lines. They're, they're commentating between the two of them. Oh, it's no, amazing. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, Pixar is ditching sequels, and J.K. Simmons gets badass with Justice League. So, Justice League. I know. So, Ethan, you and I are the only ones here that watch Justice Game of Thrones League, on a regular basis. Yeah. And that's like the weirdest thing. I know. I'm pretty sure that the three of us that are at this table that aren't watching Game of Thrones are the only three people I know that are not watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's really weird. I've read well, Mikey a lot doesn't of the books, watch it so I, I have like, it's like, okay. I mean, I, I catch up on them later. But you see, know, now, that, now the show's read. past the books. That's the fine. books are never finishing. The books will never be no, finished. The books will never finish. All of a sudden, uh, I've told this story a number of times, but one of the people at work, Kenny, one of our fans, one of, <laughs> uh, 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 one of our customers, I told him my theory. Like <laughs> He's a customer, years not ago, a fan. Um, that one of the reasons that uh, what's his face there? Oh, so, George R. R. Yeah, Martin. there we go. I keep wanting to call him Tolkien for some reason. <laughs> uh, they got the, they got the double wishes. R's. Yeah. Um, that Martin sold the rights for it was so that they would finish it so he didn't have to. And the first time I said it, Kenny looked at me he's like, that's that's just stupid. And I was, I was you know, joking. I wasn't really thinking that. But I started going like, I maybe, think, there's, I think right. there's something to this. And I think it was about last year where they got to the point where they knew season five was going to be past the books. And he said, uh-huh. uh, uh. And then last week he sends me a message. He's like, you asshole. I think you're right. Because <laughs> you're now, as they've... Well, I know, think the, he's the story mentioned is that. that the fact that the next season, which is broken up in two parts, right? Well, there's only 15... They, there was there's going to be eight seasons uh, altogether, but the, the last two seasons have a total of about 15 episodes. So there's two more seasons. Yes, because yeah. they, they signed be... on for eight seasons, and then they realized that there's only enough content to do 13 to 15 episodes. So they didn't want to go past their 10 and then leave like a season with mm. three to five. So they said, okay, we're going to break it up. We're going to make smaller seasons and, ma- and break it so up. So basically, yeah. the, much like everything else, the season thing doesn't really matter. What they're saying is there's 15 episodes. Left. There's 15 episodes, so and they're going to break them up go, between yeah, two if years. If you go by how long, they've, how long they've made a season, they have a season and a half left. Yes. Right. Okay. So yeah, by so the time that happens, you still will not have another book. Correct. Because right. as far as we know, <laughs> and as far as been has been put out, Martin's not close to finishing the next book. He still mm-hmm. is not close to finishing I don't think, the next I don't book. think there's a confirmation of how far he is. Just everybody the knows that, that... The fact that you, you would think that it's in the best interest of the publisher, at the point in which HBO says, we have 15 episodes, we've got two years, and this is done. If I'm the publisher, I'm coming out and saying, the book will be out before the end of the year... And they've already said it's not. They, right. They, they, we're not going to see it before the end of the calendar well, year. So. Do you remember last year at this time, they banned him from cons and exactly. stuff and appearances. And, and how well did that work? Yeah. Well, it's also... We have a new Harry Potter book <laughs> based off of a stage play that we had three years ago said there's never going to be any more Harry Speaking Potter Speaking of which, which you left that off this information, is uh, Daniel Radcliffe has come out and said that he would love to do Harry Potter as an adult. He said if the story is right, he'll come back as Harry Potter. I think they'd all say that. I mean, that's... The, the, 
go off on the complete tangent. I, I to say it at the point in which after uh, the the last movie, the last book, where they said we're probably not going to make any more new content. We just want to kind of put this to bed. There's one more thing we want to do, which uh-huh. is the film's coming out next summer. That's dumb. I mean, you're, you're sitting on a kajillion dollars. Well, then Warner yeah. Brothers turned around and said, no, we want to yeah. continue on the Harry Potter as one of that, our but ongoing franchises. I love the franchises. way that they decided to do it. They did a movie that is a prequel. They're doing a stage play. I mean, something that's in a completely mm-hmm. different medium that then gets adapted to be a book. And mm-hmm. I, I said it from the start. I, I couldn't see them not doing a film in 10 years. Well, J.K. Rollins is already... Said, she owns and all she, the rights, so yeah. well, she, gets, with, she gets final say, and if she wants to do it, there's nothing stopping yeah. her. With Pottermore, she started, you know, the website she has, she started putting out more and more content where they were short stories and stuff. Right. She's expanded on the um, the Wizarding World in the United yeah. States. She, she had the created well, that's the four, now, yeah. now four houses, you know, like she had with Hogwarts and has a whole school and everything. Right. So, yeah, I always thought there'd be something where it, you would have either another magic school. I mean, that universe is so ripe for so many different mm-hmm. things that you can do. And then 10, 15 years down the line, much like we saw with Jurassic World, 20 right. years after the original going, you go back to hey, a Harry we can Potter. go back to it and we see some of these characters, in this case, you know, Jurassic World, the, the, the island itself, mm-hmm. grown up and different. But yeah, why wouldn't you do that? I yeah. Mean, the only problem. business savvy than George R. R. Merton, who, yeah. again, we, we talked about it briefly when Robert Kirkman came out. Sort of, a lot of people wanted to make it look like he was lambasting Martin, but he said, "Why would you give up so much control for your work mm-hmm. by telling them your ending? Let the show be the show, and let your books be the books. Yeah. Why would you do that to fans of your books who now will yeah. may who you don't have to finish anymore, and will never get the yeah, conclusion?" And also remember that, that Kirkman said he promised fans, "I will finish the comic before the TV show finishes." Right. Yes, I will end the first ending that we will get is the comic book. And then the TV show will end wherever it wants to end. Well, right when now. you got when when some of the content this this season, the Hodor thing, the the Three Eyed Raven, even the Battle of the Bastards, everybody went. That stuff that was talked about being in the next book, we're getting it now. Mm-hmm. There's no book. Well, they said yeah, they said it after the other. Season. This was this was the book last fans. season was the one because they because the what is it's there's five books that exist right now, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The fifth book is com- almost completely skipped in the TV series yes. because it takes place on the other islands or something like that. And it's a different – it's all these new people, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Again, I could be talking out of my ass, but I see just remember the stories that I'm reading in Entertainment Weekly and, and other websites that are basically saying they just threw the fifth book away. It's expanding the as universe. A, yeah, as a book, it was, it was okay, we're going to leave all these characters in Westeros and, and we're going to leave Daenerys by themselves for a thousand pages and we're going to introduce you to all these new characters and all this stuff that's going to it come works in. as a book but n- not yeah, in a so series a tv series a tv series you're not going to spend a whole season that's like going with walking dead and making fear the walking dead a season of walking dead correct like we're just going to throw away your characters all of your you see and yeah. that's just it when you when you sign these these actors on they they're expecting to do their season. They're not expecting to take a whole season off. Yeah, well, well, not only that, a year off. off. The fans are also going to be like, "Well, I want to know what happened to so and so." Like and Coral. my my Coral? my favorite characters. Well, especially yeah. when you look at the majority of the people that watch Game of Thrones have never read the book. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's anything with filmed entertainment. The majority probably correct. Are, so are you can't things. take your main cast and set no. them aside for a whole year or so. And bring I mean, in you, you could it'd be a very bold choice, but you're, you're not. It's not going to work. You're going like, to have to have something very special. I mean, we talk about um, the fact that isn't the new the new Star Trek thing supposed to be a kind of rolling through seasons, like different different ships or whatever. They've said it's an if anthology, you, but now they've said eh, it's probably not an anthology. <laughs> but see, if they you, haven't done any real work on the show yet. Nobody's yeah. written anything, so it's not set in stone. So I, was, I said something like that could really work if you set it up movie. in yeah. the beginning as yeah, an anthology. Said, you tell you you've well, only got a season of each. Yeah. Um, American Horror Story set it up at yeah. the beginning that it's an anthology. You sure. can't get into s- season six and say, oh, guess what? The people that you've been wanting to know these stories about that we left you a cliffhanger on on season five, they're not going to be here right Except now. And, and you're going to have to wait another year to find out about yeah. this cliffhanger right. type thing. Yeah. Shawna, you got something? Yeah, but I was wondering, like, the thing is, I haven't read the book and I haven't seen the show. I haven't seen the show. Is your um, mic on? I don't think your mic's on. Oh, oh, God. Oh, there we go. There we are. Here's Ethan's mic. It's okay. Oh, okay. So, um, a question I have about There's the sh- there we go. A question I have about the show and the books. How much does the does the show does the show really deviate from the books? Is it like much? Is it like a lot of deviation, or is it like in like, the early it like- seasons? It was really close, but the later seasons seemed to deviate a lot further. Yeah. Ah. They well, they what they did was they they omitted a lot of things that were 
I don't want to say not necessary, but they were omitted because they work better in a book, and you could tell you you could expound upon why things are happening, and it would make sense. You know, like the, one of the big things that fans wanted that they left out was was Lady Stoneheart, which is which is uh, which uh, what's her name, Catherine, uh, uh, Catherine, Catherine Stark. Stark. It's her character she, when she dies at the red wedding. She actually falls out into the boiler. Right. Well, yeah. She's... I was planning on reading the book. Okay. Were you? <laughs> yes. Well, well maybe there's, it, there's a lot of things that are... But there's a lot of things like that that people yeah. were wanting to see in it. The, uh, what's, what's the Cracked article? It's like the 10 things in the book that are a hell of a lot worse than they are in the movie, in the, yeah. in the TV yeah. series. But something like that, too. It's also where your characters take you in the, in the, the TV series yes. the movie is mm-hmm. much different. When you have someone like Peter Dinklage and that character, and you go, you know what? I kind of want to do something different because he's so good as him, and keep him going. Well, when you're also your fans are are, are demanding more of that yeah, character. Yeah, well, yeah, he created the sort of the same thing with with Shane in, mm-hmm. in Walking Dead. Shane was kept a lot longer because producers really liked John Berthal and liked his character and uh-huh. liked what he was doing. Like, we're not going to end his story as fast as they did in the in the comic mm-hmm. because the comic moved on from him so quickly. There's a few characters in, in Walking Dead that are like yeah. that. And, and even in, in, in non I still don't think Daryl was supposed to last as long as he did. Yeah. Um, in in non adapted was supposed to die in the first episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just justified. Um, uh-huh. Uh, uh, Walter Goggins' character. Uh, yep. Why can't I remember his name all of a sudden? Boyd. Boyd. Boyd wasn't... Boyd was supposed to die. Yeah. Immediately. Uh-huh. And they just shoot that episode like, nope. We really like him. We got an idea. He was the there. perfect antagonist. Yeah, and it was... So a lot of that type of stuff changes creatively. So in terms of a book, when you're looking at a character as you're writing him, you can sit... Or her. And you have a certain path for him. When you have someone else bring that character to life, mm-hmm. and these are different writers. You know, they are different writers that adapt. They're different writers from episode to episode. That actor moves that character into a position where you say, you know what, what happens in the book isn't something we're really interested in doing. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so you just move on and, and, and change from there. And I think that I think that's where one thing with Docking Dead, or excuse me, with, with Game of Dead, Docking Dead, Docking with with Game, Game of, of Thrones, is that because there is such a controversy with the books coming out and everything like that, it's given the show more leverage to. To expand the universe a lot more than what it would have had well, the opportunity I think also to. Well, in a sense, I think they contract the universe, really. There's so much more. I mean, there's so well, much expand, more the expand the universe as far as storytelling. You can expand the character. Well, right, because, because also, with the story, I mean, you can, you can go back you, to the book. The universe that you have seems smaller. But you can go back mm-hmm. to the book and get that extra stuff in there, yeah. which w- does expand it even more. But you're, you're I mean... I think that this gives you it gives you an insight into something with those characters that you didn't get in the book. All right. What were you gonna say, Ethan? Well, I was gonna say I think that maybe the the reason why they deviated so much from the book is that they knew that they were catching up to the book in the later seasons. They said, "Well, we got to kind of try to slow this down a little bit." Oh yeah, they you they know, came out and said it. that immediately. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why they deviated a lot from the book, just so they have extra stories. Just in case they needed to go back, or you know whatnot. But there's also a lot of repetition with the books. You know <laughs> that you, you things that happen to one character, it happens to another character. So there's no point in a show to visually show that same thing happening twice. Right. You know, and then some of the stories you don't need to tell, you know, like the, with the Brotherhood or some of these other things with the with in Game of Thrones. You don't need to tell in depth the story that you're telling in a book because. You've already shown it. You know, some, with, with a visual medium, you can show... Uh, it's just like a comic book. You can show things in three panels that in a book, it's going to take you four or five pages to explain. Right. So, you know, you, you have that luxury of speeding things up in, the, in, a, in a book, but you also want to keep a pace that you don't have... That, that a book has the liberty of slowing down. You know, a book can go into a battle and tell you what every character in that battle is doing. But if you're trying to do that in a movie or a, a TV show like this, you have to stick with one or two characters because if you try to tell what every single person's doing, it's gonna you've already taken on too long. You yeah, know, people are going to get uninterested. Yeah. But uh, speaking of battles, Chris, you know your your biggest complaint with the show was that you never get to see the battle. Well, that wasn't my biggest complaint. That was everybody. Right. Everybody's yeah. You you get it. You get the beginning season, and yes. the end. The, the season, the first season, as expensive as it was they cut so many corners mm-hmm. 
yeah. even just in terms of CGI in order to get the yeah, the you, episode you the, this season of of, uh, of Robert Stark and, and the uh, the Lannister you know forces there and you're sitting there going okay 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 and then it's just it's him like cutting a deer going hey Stark kicked our ass yeah you what? see you see Tyrion you know get yeah. you know in a battle well, quick it's a famous story if they don't if they don't do the battle of the bay or whatever uh-huh. uh Blackwater Bay they had they basically said if we don't do it we're not going to do any more TV because right. people are going to revolt and it, and even that was way shorter than it is in the book yeah and half of the stuff that's in the book was not even introduced to it yeah because it's just but but the battle the battle of the bastards the end of this season Oh my God! It's Bombs. probably everybody is saying it's probably one of the top three best battles well, yeah, you just ever keep, shot. You just keep getting money and money and money. This look at what happened with Walking Dead. First mm-hmm. season happens and everyone it's a huge success, but it didn't make enough money. Right. So before even the season was done, AMC and the producers like we have to cut the second season. You end up on a farm for sixty five straight yeah. episodes where they're just yelling at each other. Well, let's go out. No, let's stay here. Let's go out. Coral. As you keep going, coral, 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 coral. Wait, where the hell is coral? We have no idea where the nine year old is. Um, in is terms awesome? of uh, as you get those for those further seasons, as they had more and more money. Ow, that hurt. That hurt my. Ethan, your batteries may be dying. Yeah. They're in the first drawer. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you get further and further into the seasons, as you get into season three and four and five or whatever. Of Walking Dead, you can see there's a hell of a lot more money there. Right. You know, they have these huge sets. They've got more and more characters. They have lots of props. You're mm-hmm. able to follow six or seven different storylines in different places. So the same thing here. You've gotten to the point with HBO where there's enough money to do that kind of episode. Right. Where there was just no way they were going to do that five years ago. Oh, no, no, no. You're very true. It's very true. But even just the way that the battle happened, and, you know, did, it, I don't want to give away spoilers because I know some people probably still haven't seen it, and... No, I know. Shauna, you'll eventually see it. Chris, I know you'll eventually see it. And Maybe. Sebastian may pick it up. I don't... Well, I'll finish it, but I'll wait for it to actually get closer to its finishing. Sure. I, that's me, though. It's like, at this point, like, nah, I'll just wait for it to all come out. I'm close enough where it's like, I can wait the year. Yeah. But, I mean, it's 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 an amazing battle. The you know, the only thing I can really compare it to is the Saving Private Ryan... Uh, save it, saving Private Ryan. The Saving... Wow. Saving Private? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan's... Save it. Saving Ryan Private. Saving Private Ryan. The opening battle on, when, you know, of D-Day mm-hmm. is probably the closest thing I can say that's comparable to it. Well, Braveheart. <sighs> Return Smashes. of the King, Two Towers. See, that's the funny thing is anything we see now is uh, I still remember when we went to see. Uh, oh, what was? Gosh darn it, the the Crusades movie with Legolas. And wait, Holy Land? The la- no, yeah. the Last Crusade. No, 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 it wasn't Last Crusade. Yeah, it was like Holy Land or something uh, like was, that. Or Kingdom of God. Kingdom, Kingdom of yeah, God. Kingdom that's of God. it. And every every battle scene in, I'm going. That looks, that looks like Return of the King. This totally looks like Return of the King. And like. When you when you're a movie that sets that standard, even even watching that first season of Game of Thrones, I'm just like, where's where's all the where's all the Lord of the Rings battles going? You'll if, when you watch this this episode, you it'll change your opinion. Yeah, you, and, and it's like I'm not someone that's like sit there's like oh I hit Game. Of, it's just I'm not paying for HBO to get Game of Thrones. Sure. I watch the first two seasons here. I just don't have the time to spend at your house to watch the other one. Right. I don't have HBO Go now. Whatever their, Go their or other now. thing is not available on the Roku, which is what I have. Or if it is, I haven't found it. And I just it's it's I can't get through I can't get through Shark Week. I don't have time to watch Game of Thrones. There's so much How I dare you not get through Shark Week? But yeah, I mean seriously, there was so many good Shark Week. Like, but with, my, with my DVR Shark Week is like two pages. With Game of Thrones now announcing their when their end is coming, do you think that it could cause Martin to step up his game and no, then he's no, got his, he's got his cash. But what does he care? Yeah. Do you think? Like I said, I I would not be shocked to see him come out with a new novel in a new series next year and go surprise, guys. Guess what? I've been working on something completely different. I've just because we all know he gave he gave the outline to to HBO. He dug he dug himself a hole, and what? Why Why are you you making goldfish kiss? (laughs) Because it's funny. Me and Shana are having our own little conversation here while you guys discuss it. It's okay. This makes for brilliant radio. <laughs> the visual of it, it, I really, we need to be live streaming. This conversation is taking as long as Game of Thrones. Move yeah, on. Let's quick, move, it up, move it along. Move it along. Move it along. <laughs> there's, 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 just as much, uh, there's just as much incest here. Um, goldfish. Hey, to have each they're other. not related. You okay. Can't tell. Kind of unrelated, but related to it. Do you. Speaking of related. <laughs> 
We, we've seen shows like Breaking Bad, Justified, Game of Thrones, all these shows that are coming All these out. shows that you started just before the end of the season? <laughs> well, only that was only Justified. Well, Justified, no, I was... Breaking Bad, you did the same thing. You Breaking started Breaking Bad. Bad when you heard that there was a last season. Breaking... Well, yeah, Justified that's... was two seasons before the end. Three. Was it three? It was three. Did you watch the first three and four, five... Was yeah. it six? I thought it was only five seasons. Because you gave me the first six three. Seasons, I think. Was it six seasons? Okay. Yeah. Um... But this is kind of. Do you think that there's going to be a lot of people now jumping on now oh, that yeah. they know that there's the end? Well, look at what Sebastian Most just said. He was going to wait until. I mean, it'll probably be closer for him. But once you know that there's that ending's closer, I think with Breaking Bad, you had a lot of people that are like, "Well, I've heard so much about about this. I don't want to miss out on the end." Mm-hmm. It was also and a so, show that gotten like zero ratings for the first uh-huh. season. Yeah, it was a well, show that nobody liked until until about season halfway through season two, where yeah, finally all, right, all it's got all the accolades. Yeah. and I, and from hearing things with that show, you know, in general, is there were I knew that it was one of those shows that I really wanted to watch, just I hadn't had time. So when I did have time, I binge watched the whole thing because I didn't want it to be spoiled for me before yeah. I actually got to watch the show. Well, there's for also... those of you that don't know, it's great when Rich binge watches something that you're not watching because he does not shut <laughs> up about it <laughs> for weeks. I don't understand why you're not watching this. I'm like, Rich, when did you go to bed? Four in the morning. Because I'm not working, so I watched I watched the whole season of Breaking Bad and then realized I need to really stop because I'm getting paranoid every time I yeah, hear a sound. Yeah, you also watched that like in three days. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because at the time you weren't working. <laughs> yeah. So he's calling me and I was like, "Dude, why aren't you watching the Game of Thrones?" Like, I just worked a twelve hour day and I need to go to sleep. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna stay up till four in the morning. I'm just gonna keep watching." Not I Game did. Of Sorry, uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. I did because I ended up I ended up putting my on my iPad with the headphones so Beth wouldn't hear it at night. So you know, I, I just kept going. I barely slept that. Uh, by I, the can't, t- I can't do that. By the time I was caught up, I looked like I was on meth. Yeah. <laughs> like even that first season here, when you and uh, you and Beth had gone back east, uh-huh. and I was uh, house sitting for you. That's when I watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Even then, I struggled to get through it in the four or five days you were gone. However many episodes right. in that first season. There was there's ten, long. I think. Yeah. Even then, I'm sitting there towards the end, going, "Oh God, I gotta watch like another one." Uh, Man on the High Castle, which I uh, loved. I, I did the High same Castle thing. Was brilliant. I need to just house sit all over the place because that's the only time I ever watch any of this. <laughs> I was house sitting White Chocolate's place and watching Man on the High Castle. And even then, the last day, the day that he's coming home, I'm going, "Oh crap! I still got like two hours to go." And he's driving back from Utah. I better start. Yeah. And I, I still didn't make it. I was like, I had the last half hour. Or whatever. Are you guys gonna rumble over the goldfish? Jeez, what's, what's going man, on? You guys she, that. she got sad that there's only four left. And so there's I told a whole her, bag of half eaten goldfish that, there's, that there's the Rich's left. daughter threw back into the bag back there. I am so hungry. <laughs> okay. So but I had that same problem with Game of Thrones too, but it's also I had the South Park problem, the problem that they illustrated perfectly with uh, George R. R. Martin's love of penises. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the fact that Guys, the show has the absolutely zero payoff to it. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I like a good story, but every so often you get those moments where Tyrion Lannister gets hit in the back of the head during the first battle, and then he just wakes up in the battles over, and it's like, screw you guys. The penis is the payoff. And I, I think I think with this battle, they, you the know, dragons they are the... coming, boys. The dra- don't worry. Oh, it's Speaking of which, penises are coming. Speaking of which, winter is here. Yeah, winter's finally come. Yeah. So giving you forty five thousand episodes. <laughs> One of the, the the hard thing I have with Game of Thrones now is that as I'm watching, you know, a friend of mine is talking about the different things that happened this season, and one of the episodes that was really tough, the Hodor episode. Uh huh. And he said, you know, the, the the most depressing of depressingly endings ever. And I said, is there ever a good ending on the show? And she looks at me and she's like, oh, no, not very often. And I was like, that's I I kind of hate that television where every single episode is something worse and worse. All you're doing is following. As they're circling down the drain, right, and it's where are we going to get to in the end? And you kind of look at it and go, "Where's where, where's the pay?" Like at some point, maybe I'm just a stupid old sucker, but where do the good guys win at some point? Or you know what? Just let the bad guys win and kill well, all the good guys and be over with it. But there's there's even that first season I watched, like there's no redeeming quality in it at all. No, there wasn't, and, and it wasn't until if you really want to think about, it, and Ethan, you you can confirm this. It wasn't until the end of this season that it ends on a high note. Well, does it really? Yeah, silly. sure. I don't. I don't. Daenerys know is on her way to Westeros. Well, don't tell her. <laughs> uh, John just took over Winterfell, so yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, yeah. They're in a good place as characters, but the only place look that's at the bad way is that they is, had to uh, get to it. The, the Red Keep. Well, the like King's Westeros. Landing. Yeah, King's yeah. Landing. Again, that type of TV. You've seen that with The Walking Dead, also. That two of the most popular shows, both in in critical acclaim in pop culture acclaim, in ratings acclaim in the terms of Walking Dead, 
or yeah, in terms of Walking Dead. Walking Dead and you Game have of Thrones episodes right there. in which really you're watching it and going, you're just waiting for bad things to happen. Well, ga- you're, you're, Breaking you're, Bad was like that. I and mean, that's the thing is, it, it, and there's a sense of where we're going. This is I can't do this. I, I just I can't watch the non-episodic non-episodic TV is like that though, where you don't have everything it's wrapped not, up. But in, that's in no, no. I'm not forty-five I'm not seventy minutes. Up. I'm just talking about every minutes. single piece of it is worse and worse and worse. There's never a high point, mm-hmm. and it's it's just sort of it, it's a weird cultural observation mm-hmm. for me in terms of two of the shows that everybody can't stop talking about are two of the shows in which nothing good happens. It's the way ever. we are, it's the way we are now. Shauna, you got something. I'm just going to say that everything I've been hearing about Game of Thrones so far, it sounds like a series of unfortunate events just turned up to 11. That's that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, in a way it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is for a lot of these the characters, trick is especially to, the Starks. The trick is to not fall in love with the characters. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Is, and it's, is, all, but it's But it's also one of those things, too, like the show and the books, too, sort of, the, the, the to use a red-letter media-coined <laughs> phrase, is there's lots of scenes of forced sentimentality to trick you into thinking it has heart. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, no, I don't care any, like, the, the love for Hodor is something I don't understand at all. I have zero understanding for it. Hodor. He's a he has a catchphrase. He's like Hopefully. Urkel. Nobody loves Urkel. I, I know you guys are gonna. Hopefully. I know that I'm gonna catch a lot of shit for this, but it, it's it's the retard love. It's it's the love of the person well, that has yeah, a you, you, disability. You, you would have, I don't think it's, it's that he's an archetype. He, he is very he's, much. He's that. that he's that strong. It's the same thing. Ch- Chewbacca gets a lot of love. Chewbacca has absolutely no. He he, he is the Chewbacca of because, Game of Thrones. Well, that's what Chewbacca is an archetype. He's uh-huh. the strong sidekick. He's, you know, he's powerful. He's fairly silent. I think that's what it is, is that that. he hasn't done anything wrong on the show, so he's the likable character. Look, do you think it would have been worse if Han or Chewie died in in the movie? Well, it's worse if Han dies because you do care about Han because he has a lot of... Yes. But the same, if Chewie dies, it's a different sort of thing where you're sort of like, we... He's he's that rock. He's yes. solid. He's the thing that you always go to. Chewie's the one that's going to save the day. Chewie's the one that's going to kill everybody. Chewie's the I one. That, he's just a, an archetype. When you look at Star Wars, that's what ninety percent of those characters. Right, they're are. all. Oh, they're, they're all, all archetypes. People are just like yo, oh, the characterization, characterization. characterization. I was like, if you go back and look at Star Wars, the characterization in Star Wars is terrible. No, it's, it's, Hope, it's very they're rudimentary. They're all archetypes except for Luke. Luke is the only character that changes from start to finish until the very end, in which Han shows up at the Death Star. But even he is he, he's an archetype. He's an archetype up until that point. He's the scoundrel archetype. He's the non-caring type that's doing it for the money. He proves it Han, when he gets yes, Han, but he proves it when hey, he gets to Yavin and he leaves. And then, for no reason whatsoever, without any sort of of catalyst, he shows up and saves Luke. Oh, you're and saying that Han was the non-archetype because he, he's the rogue no, no, no. with the heart of gold. Luke is so the non-archetype. Archetype. Is the only one that you see the stages of growth. You see the differences sure. that that happen. To no, him. he is the archetype because he's going on the hero's journey. He's that's, the hero's journey. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's his true. archetype. There, but there's still a growth to him. You see him change yeah, throughout that's, the that's, film. That's, that's the hero's journey, though. Yes, he, but he's, you see, what I'm saying is everybody in that movie, from the start to the finish, is the same exact character. Yes. Yes. Except for Luke, and then except for Han, who has no motivation whatsoever to actually do what he does, other than Luke is telling you he does it because he's Han. Look, the only one that's really not an archetype in that movie, that series, is R2-D2. R2-D2 doesn't do anything. He is the, the, the brains behind the whole movie, the whole series. R2-D2 is an archetype just like everything no, else. R2-D2 is, is a plot device. Yeah. Yes, I know. I'm just. That's it was, why they it was making rockets. it. Both literal like, hey. and figuratively. Yeah. So speaking of plot devices and we give him, nuts. We give him rockets. Because we were going back to... Did you say min- nuts? Because he's a device. Nuts. Get it? He's, he's an astromech, and he's the plot device. He's literally a device. He's literally a device that is a plot device. <laughs> okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah, say, gonna, we'll save I'm the fun. nuts thing and about, go... Yeah, we'll stay with we'll Star Wars with Rebels. I was going to go into what, Squirrel, what nuts Squirrel Girl, nuts? but... But no, nothing we were talking about had anything to do with nuts. There, there was something. Uh, never mind. So, Especially when it's easier to segue into Star Wars. I know. I, I, I forgot. Like I had to look and see. I forgot Rebels. We need a producer. Oh, horrible segue. It was a bad segue. Horrible segue. We need, so, we need to go back to tune in. Oh, wait. Rebels Season 3. They won't have us. <laughs> Rebels Season 3. Yay. Um, there's a lot of talk now that there may be some tie, ties to future films. Well, they've already said that there's ties to future films. Did you realize that Sam... They said there was a character in Episode 7 that was supposed to be in Rebels, remember? That we don't know yet. Yeah, that could be... That could end up being tied to it. I mean, you've got Simon Kinsberg doing both of them, so... There was that that rumor from the start. They admitted that one of the characters in in Episode 7 was supposed to be a Rebels character. Did you realize... Oh, no. The show about Star Wars made a reference to something else having to do with Star Wars? (laughs) Who would have thought? How dare Um, they? Oh, my. 
Forrest Whitaker's character that's going to be in uh, mm-hmm. Rogue One was mentioned in season two of Rebels. I didn't realize that. Like it's there somewhere. I'm it's sure, by, sure it, just by name, does. but you know. It, yeah, I'm sure one of the clones mentions it in the in the tank. <gasps> Have you seen the Lego for that super tank? Man. Super tank's awesome. Like, oh, Lego sets, great. My God, I want that so bad. And they brought back the turbo tank. Uh-huh. So, so even did. with all the Ooh. yes, with all the people here, just so you know, Christmas is coming. If you pool all your money together, <laughs> the turbo tank or the shuttle Tidarium. Sand crawler, gotcha. By the time Christmas comes, no, we I'd still. Rather have, I'd rather have the shuttle Tidarium than the sand crawler. So we all pool our money together, even by Christmas, we can't afford. Go to GoFundMe and find Chris Kohler because he'll have a fun page. It'd be amazing to see how many people probably do that. Oh, yeah. And they're all cosplayers. Anyway. um, Um, So, Rebels Season 3. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's there's talk that this could be the last season also. I find that hard to believe. But if they... I mean, it just depends on how close they, they get to Rogue One now. I mean, also I depends. don't think it matters. It, yeah, it depends on where the rumor came from, too, really. Because really, you can you can continue that right in three. Well, Filoni had said that four. he thinks that this may end up having to be the last season. But they're still five years off of it. Yes. That's the thing, is is unless they're going to jump, which is possible, if you've seen the, the Twilight of the Apprentice episode with uh-huh. the, the season ender, I could see them jump, but why? True. Why? Unless you... The only reason that I would do it is because you're going to push Ezra farther. And you don't want to keep having the episodes of him learning from a now blind Kanan. Right. So it's, it'd be a shame if it was, especially since there's, you know, they may sit there and say, well, there's so much Star Wars content that's going to be on the big screen. We don't need to keep a TV show going. But do, we, do you think they may want to move to a show that takes place between Jedi and Awakens? No. You don't think they'll... Ever... I, think, I think they're going to keep that land so fertile... That, that there really isn't any reason to do anything there, because as See, I think there because be a here's good... the thing as you're as you're you're developing eight and nine because mm-hmm. this is go back to the Marvel comics between four and then five and then six right everything Marvel was doing their hands were tied behind their back because they didn't know how where they had to get to sure they're sitting there at four and going okay the Rebel Alliance well we can't have them win we can't have any of our characters die. We can't have anyone in the in the in the empire really do anything serious because we don't know what's happening in five. Well, it's the old X Men so thing. You, you can go. Get, hold on, you get everything in five, then you get to the end of five, and you realize the most important storyline between five and six is how we how do we save Han Solo, and they can't do it in the comic. Right. If you set something there, and you, you something big like a, a, a TV series, you can't do much because you don't know where nine's going to end. <clears throat> You don't even know where eight's going to end if you're trying to develop it right now. We've seen in the books only only Chuck Wendig's book and um, Claudia Gray's uh, the Princess Leia book that just came Bloodlines. out are set in that spot. The, the Bloodlines that we've seen, was within ten years. Yeah, of... the comics that we've seen we see Shadowed Empire that's right after, mm-hmm. and we see Poe Dameron that's right before. Right, and even then you kind of have a sense of you know where Poe Dameron's getting to. He has to get to the point where him and BB-8 end up on Jakku. Yes, it's much easier. Like Rogue One, like Rebels, like Clone Wars even, we know where we're going. Rebels is headed to a spot in which Hera and this company helped to form what we see as the Rebel Alliance in Episode 4. And now Rogue, Rogue One. And now Rogue One. So the, the pieces are there. You can do this as long as you want. And you can go farther. There's no reason to think that any of these characters other than Ezra and Kanan don't survive. Because Hera can be a part of the Rebels after right. episode oh, four. Sure. Sabine, Chopper, uh, uh, Zeb, all of them can be a part of the Rebellion and new characters that you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would, even Ezra, if if the last thing that Kanan tells him is hide what you do, don't let anybody know you're a Jedi. Well, depending on what his arc is, I mean, That's he, he may fall to you the can, dark side. You and... can have, but you can you can ostensibly, it's not inconceivable to think that Ezra is still alive in episode four in hiding. Right. Kanan would be a lot harder. If you're telling me that the, the, the See, rebellion me, Kanan, knows that Kanan is a Jedi and there's no mention of him at all in episode four right. or five or six, that we've had a Jedi working for us. But now being blind, I think that helps well, to, a, to hide him. They can go off on their own. There's a couple of things. I don't think Kanan would survive. I don't think Ezra would survive to a certain point. But you take that other core, those other four characters and the character of the ghost, you can put them between episode four and five very easily. Sure. See, I, I think that... Well, so you have the canon of the idea of, like, you know, with the, the prophecy of the one for Star Wars is that he would bring balance to the Force. And in the end, there's only two remaining. It's the, the Emperor and Darth Vader. And then you have Yoda 
and Obi-Wan Kenobi is the last two on both sides mm-hmm. because the and, and Luke throws that off and creates an imbalance and the idea, you know, from there on out is that uh you know, there's the, the force requires a sort of settling up and an even odds and the idea that like though that's that is the intent of it, that's the whole point of it by the time you get to a new hope there's only two Jedi's left. You've got Yoda and Obi Wan. Yoda is in hiding. And Yoda, no one knows. Exists right. He's just as far point. as anyone's concerned, he's just dead. The only person that would even know that Yoda is alive is Bail uh, Bail Organa, and he gets blown up. Obi Wan would know too. Well, yeah, Obi Wan but, does. But, know. but here's the thing: in order for Princess Leia's uh, message with R two to make sense, Ezra. Ahsoka and Kanan all have to be completely lost to them. So that means they have to be dead. Mm. Because she, because why would she? Why would she need to send to Obi Wan if she knows that somebody else is there? But she doesn't. She knows of those characters. But does did they ever display their force powers yes. in front of her? In that yes, episode? they do. They do it in the episode on uh, when they're on Lothal. Do they? I Ezra at least Ezra does. I don't know if I don't remember if Kanan does, but I know but the Ezra thing is, does. She's not asking Obi Wan Kenobi as a Jedi as a last hope. She's asking him as a general to lead their. That's forces. true. That's true. And is it like there? But that would be, be, be a hundred Jedi. But she could still think that Obi Wan is the last hope because he was one of the greatest. Right. He's also the only one that's ever defeated a Sith that, that's still alive that defeated a Sith Lord at all. But with 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 Kanan, or excuse me, with Ezra, that isn't uh, in a black suit made of robotic parts but you're right but with ezra becoming more of a leader within the small group of rebels that they have you've seen him take on missions and lead missions and come up with plans he to me at least he and most likely kanan have to completely be gone and to me you can keep ezra alive but have him go to the dark side you can even do they've already established at at one point in the eu that there was almost like a shadow rebellion Uh uh-huh that um Oh God! Why well, can't I remember that character's name? It was the other general that came in, but it was basically he had he was fighting a different rebellion than he wasn't a part of the Rebel Alliance. He was fighting his own rebellion. Right. You could have that sort of thing going. There's what I'm saying is there's a lot of stories. There's no reason to end it at three unless you're sitting there going either it's too expensive or we want to do something different and we're just going to toss it away. Which basically well, it would be viewership numbers would be the other one too. We don't know yeah. what the that's true. The, okay, so here's the thing. With them announcing that they want to do more classic characters, possibly more Clone Wars characters, and who knows what characters would tie into the future films, which characters do you think that they might bring into season three? Because we already, you know, Princess Leia was kind of a surprise because we, we talked about, well, we thought that maybe Luke saying, and Leia would be the ones here's, that. Here's the thing that what they're saying is that the characters in season three are ones that are showing up in future movies. Yes. That's the point. It's not that they're going to bring characters that we've already seen into mm-hmm. season three. But they, but the but they want to. Because they, they're the already saying. Is, but that's not, that's not the point of what we're No, what we're they're saying about. is that they want to tie in characters from season three. As into, well as. In, no, not as well as. It says they're going to tie in the season three of Rebels into future movies. No, no, that's not how I read it. Star Wars Rebels season three could cross over into future movies could. as producer. Yeah, but that's, that's the point of the article. So but you get to see the parents of people from yeah, future what, movies. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is thinking is you could see Poe Dameron's parents or something. Yeah, we've already seen Poe Dameron's parents in canon. Yes. They're in Shattered Empire. Yeah. So they wouldn't even really be alive at this point because they're listed as... So here's what it's... Here's the exact quote. It says, So it's trying to balance the two different things, like the original cast from the first season with Clone Wars with characters from the original movies, and maybe even feeding into future movies. Yeah, so he's saying, but that's the, that's the big piece of the article, is that they could become developing characters now that we won't see until 8. Correct. That we won't see until... It, it's reading Chuck Wendig's book and realizing that Snap Wexley is the son that you're reading about in the book. It's it's a Saw character in the Clone Wars that now is the yeah. Forrest Whit- Whitaker character. Yeah, and that's, there's, there's little pieces like that that are very easy to, to, sure. to do. There's there's always talk that... Uh, know, there's that whole bringing, fan bringing fail the, now, the, or fan rumor now that that general, that general uh, that Rex is the white-bearded rebel... Santa. That you, no, the, the white, white-bearded uh, rebel you see in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Santa. I, I call him well, Santa. Well, but he looks, exa- he looks like... It, it looks yeah. exactly Santa Trooper. Yeah, the Santa Trooper. The, the fans are always going to go Santa to different Trooper. pieces and pieces and pieces because, just like we've said, even You've with even with Rogue ho, ho, One, ho. 
Even with um, uh, you're on my naughty list. With snow, that sometimes characters are just characters, right? And at some point, they've got to start developing original characters because mm-hmm. if they keep tying in stuff to tie in stuff, there's nothing there. You got to have original characters that people will care about. Something like Ahsoka, where you could put her in Rebels and she becomes a huge part of that series, right? And you never know what you can do with this. So you could put Ahsoka in her own movie. Oh yeah! At some point, if you want to do a standalone, I can I can, can actually see them doing an Ahsoka. You've got a time book coming. To deck your halls, Emperor Palpatine. No, I, I can see them doing an Ahsoka film. <laughs> I can I can see them doing an Ahsoka film in between three and four. That's the new Star Wars uh, Christmas special. Um, so, real quick, what do you think about the idea that um, the standalone movies aren't having the crawl in the beginning? I think that's a mistake because they've used the crawl at everything. I understand their reasoning. I think that you can do want... the crawl without having it labeled with an episode. Well, that's, that's you just make fine. it crawl sideways. Just differentiate. <laughs> well, it's just. It, but the it's thing like is, when you see the, the first time, what is it, episode two, that it pans down instead of up, and I noticed it immediately. <laughs> and then everyone. That's yeah. the first time it panned down. Yeah, everyone went, 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 <gasps> looks at me and goes, You're a fucking nerd. What's nah, wrong? I remember being in the theater uh, uh, with that and a lot of, you could tell who the who, who the Star Wars geeks were, especially because they went, <gasps> it's like, as though, the, like, like they just watched somebody die. We're like watching the, the Futurama episode in which the um, the armada comes, Zap goes against that big armada, yeah. and there's a shot in it that is exactly the shot from Jedi yeah, when right. the TIE fighters show up. So I'm watching it with white chocolate and I'm like, dude, that's Jedi. Instantaneously. Uh-huh. And he stops and goes, that's not, wait, what? Rewinds it, looks at it again. Rewinds it, looks at it again. He's like, "Holy!" Puts in Jedi, goes out and gets the DVD of Jedi, puts it in and plays it, and goes, "Oh my God, you recognize that within a half a second. I've seen Jedi a hundred and seventy-five times. When you see times, a movie like that, so many it's times, it's immediate. It's that sort of thing. It was the same thing. Seeing Episode Two and the camera pans down, uh-huh. like, that's new. I've never seen that before. In terms of the crawl, because they've used it in so many other types of media, it's a hard thing for me to get rid of. I say, just leave off the episode number. Yeah, to me, it's, it's, I think it's a, a major staple of the Star Wars films is to have that crawl. And yeah, I understand they want to make something that's like differentiating from the like from the main movies from the main movies yeah. to the. I, I, I totally like, understand that, but it's still a Star Wars thing. It's, 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 like, it's iconic. It's iconic. But here's the thing: exactly. if you're trying, to, if if the reason that what they I went back is the battle between all the crawls, <laughs> like they're all in space. You know, it takes. It's like episode eighty is all the crawls from fifteen different movies, and they're all in like one section in space. They've all moved towards the center of the galaxy. So you just, and they all start crashing into each other, like, and then you just see like invisible hands come out and shake it like a ball and start we'll see, letters it, start that, shooting out. It's like, words start mixing up together. Yeah, and they just that's how their that's how the, their universe gets pulled apart is because the crawls just keep going and they keep pulling and expanding. No, they come, they come together and that's actually how you reboot the universe. But they all go said. out you so they can go shake away. It. You shake it and all the different pieces come in. So, you know, the, the crawl for episode four, you just replace Luke Skywalker with Poe Dameron. Like, put Dammer on a young farmer on the land of Jakku. So what you're saying that. is epi- that's how episode four and episode seven are so similar. No, that's how you decide that you're going to reboot your entire universe, because you're just going to take different characters and pop them in. It's the ultimate universe idea. Look, I, I think getting rid of the crawl is a bad idea. I think that you just get rid of the episode number, and you just, you know, you go Rogue One, the two, just and then you well, go they didn't, they, didn't, they don't even use episode numbers for those, so... Yeah, I, well, that's the yeah. thing. Is it, you use well, you can because now you'd be episode right. 3.5. The episode numbers would be the way to differentiate the trilogies from the standalones. But yes. the, the reason that the play devil's advocate, there's two things for it. One, it's not an episode, uh, an episode, you know, a trilogy episode. But two, it's also, shouldn't we kind of know where the galaxy is at this point? Yes. Like how much of this really needs to be explained to us? I mean, we, we see the trailer and you're like, okay, we know what this is. We know it's the rebellion. We know it's the death star. What, what, what are you informing fans who go see it and go, the, 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 the Empire is working on a new weapon, and we have no idea what it is. Look, it's the same thing what? as the fanfare from the 20th Century Fox logo that was missing. It's, no, it's, what's missing is Chewbacca hugging Leia. Um, but but having, that, having that Star Wars movie start out and you don't hear that, that no, it's fanfare. No, like, it's more like the Phantom Menace where they're trying to hide the fact that the Emperor is the... <laughs> is the you're like, no, I know who that is. Yeah, I know Palpatine. I've read the books. Come on, George. Well, no, 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 it's a secret. The only reason I, I tend to agree with not having it is that it's it, it seems like a decision made for the regular audience in that most people don't know too much about Star Wars, and the way to give them that clear delineation, at least whether or not they notice it, is to not have it. So you're going, uh, you're coming into this movie. There's no title crawl. There's no episode. Number. This is a this is completely separate from the other Star Wars movies. And see, like it, it because it, in a way it is, but it's not, because this but is setting up... Is, let's, not, let's not forget, their original intention was to make it very different than any Star Wars sure, movie they'd ever right. seen before. Mm-hmm. So if, if, you're, if you're going with that sort of motivation, 
It's not the end of the world if it isn't. No. I think they should, but if they don't, I'm not gonna like you know throw up my hands and go, oh, this is the worst thing. You're not gonna happened. you're not gonna write a change.org. Yeah. Okay, no. speaking of speaking of things <laughs> that would be completely different than what we're normally seeing, Sean is here. I know. <laughs> what do you guys think of a Squirrel Girl movie for Marvel? Because, because there's no other characters they can get to, starring Anna Kendrick. There's no other characters they can get to. I think squ- no, but I mean, I'm she, neutral she because is, there's no other characters they can get to. I, I think I, but it, I like Squirrel Girl, no, but it's I'm I'm kind of neutral on. Here's it. Here's the thing: if you're going to cast making, Squirrel Girl, you're making Squirrel Girl because you made Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, and all of a sudden you think that comedies are the way. to Well, go. it's not confirmed that it's going to be made or not. No, but, but that's, that's no, you, it's not even even. It's in not the even. Book. It's not even a real rumor. She right. just said she wanted to do it. It's not even <laughs> something that's on anybody's no, no. radar. I'm her just agent I might, told her, "Hey, say you want to do this." Because I would actually say I doubt Anna Kendrick knows has any clue who. Well, that's the thing. She says her brother sent her a a comic, the Squirrel Girl comic, right, right, and literally just wrote her a letter and said, "Hey, this is you." And so she was like, "Yeah, it is me." So yeah, that's why uh, I thought you were just upset because of Squirrel Girl. Oh no, no, Squirrel Girl. (laughs) It's okay to be upset about Anna Kendrick. But here's the thing. If you're Lana going Kendrick to cast, I have no idea. If you were going to cast this movie, I don't even know who. and cast Squirrel Girl, I can't think of anyone else I'd rather have than Anna Kendrick. No, I'd rather Anna have Kendrick, a different. Movie. That's her name, huh? I'd rather have a different movie. I feel bad. Too, but if you were, so going, if, if you were going to, if you were, if they came to you and said, "Chris, we need you to cast the part of Squirrel Girl," I'd say you have the wrong person. <laughs> Sorry, but put me on a different. I'm job. not making this movie, Chris. Here's five hundred thousand dollars. I'm not. What, what do I care? <laughs> Shauna can be in it. Shauna can be Squirrel Girl. Actually, I approve of this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I've never read a Squirrel Girl comic, so you gotta. Well, that's well okay. you, you and know, you and Anna Kendrick are in the same anybody thing. else who actually in that film. So just that's fine. Um, no, I don't. I, I it's honest. I don't care. Would you care? I mean, if you were going to make care. Squirrel Girl, would you I like Can- Anna Kendrick as a Squirrel Girl? I don't Girl? care. I'm more worried about Captain Marvel. I think Chris well, should be Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. I go watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to be super fast. But though. see, here's let the me thing. tell you, the squirrels in my backyard that are by the bird feeder, like when you touch the, you know, you make a noise and they jump from the, the squirrel, the feeder, back to the vines over with the dish. They are really, really fast. I can't figure out anybody actually catches a squirrel. Could could Marvel you actually make them. a squirrel girl movie? What's that? You befriend them. It's not about catching them. You gotta, That's true. You have to develop a mutual. My father did talk about that when he worked in the hangar down at Point Magoo. That they had squirrels that would come into. Into the hangers, and they would just like climb on top of you and eat peanuts. Right well, out Carr of used to have one that used to sit on his porch or something, didn't he? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I have, I have squirrels you that live in my backyard. With food. No, you do. Okay. So, we're, weirdly you. enough, we're going to be talking about the squirrels, and I, uh, my opinion on Anna Kendrick is squirrels. Like, fine. I mean, I, she she seems funny. She's got the acting she chops seems for the, it. Uh, the perfect choice. For I'm it. I'm I'm neutral on a movie, but if she wants the role, I'm not opposed to her having it. No. But on squirrels, uh, <laughs> we had the same problem with with squirrels on the bird feeder. <laughs> and the way I got them to stop was I went and got like a bag of walnuts and I just be like, hey, time with if you don't, you know, like basically it was like, it's like, hey, get off of that. And then I would throw them a nut, you know, positive reinforcement. Of yeah, not then trim- they're always on top of it going, hey, he's going to throw. No, us. no. Eventually they would just come to the, come to our back window and I'd be like, hey, here's a couple nuts, buddy. They would knock on the window. Excuse okay. me, sir. Actually, we had crows that did that though because nope. that's, we, we, we were feeding crows and then the crows got to the point where they would land on the, the, the lawn chairs <laughs> right outside the back and they would just scream. This has to be. <laughs> until until you threw them the peanut. This and has this to be, be the oddest fun. tangent we've ever had. <laughs> Not even close. Wait, I have everything to add after Chris is done. Okay, go go. Okay, so basically, yeah. um, I've been there. I've been at Sebastian's house where his squirrels like he's got like he's got like a giant glass door. I've been there when the squirrels are looking inside, looking for him. Yeah, they do. Gotta <laughs> find, gotta as, find. Okay, yeah. Sebastian showing me these pictures of squirrels that are literally like <laughs> where is, two where inches is, from his face. Human? Last thing on Squirrel Girl. Damn. You, can Marvel <laughs> make a Squirrel Girl movie? Marvel can make they whatever can. they want. They Why? Made a, they she's, made she's a, a mutant. Why? Because they've got no, 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 millions she's of a dollars. Mutant. She's an Avengers character. Is she an Avengers character? Yeah, yeah she is. She was a... Uh, she's she going to be in Avengers 3. They brought her back basically to be... She was the, the babysitter for Jessica Jones yes. and, and uh, yeah. Luke Cage's... Uh, I, she was daughter. actually great. I, I yeah. She's always been a really fun character and... And then they made her like 20 years younger. And, but yeah, her comic was... It was a funny, silly... Marvel can make whatever the hell they want. People are still going to go see it. You went and saw a movie and it became really huge where a guy at the end defuses in a demigod who can destroy the entire universe by doing a jig. And people, <laughs> oh, this is the greatest thing that's ever existed. Oh, my oh, God. he's got to get back to that. Yeah, so speaking about things that can be made no matter what. They made Ant-Man. Pixar saying that after uh, 
Toy Story 4 it's and just Pixar. It's all about or, befriending the little buddies. You know, you know? We're still on squirrels, aren't we? Dude, yeah. squirrels are fascinating. So after, after Toy Story 4 and uh, Incredibles 2, Pixar is going away from doing sequels. Yay or nay? Yes. For, for a time. They're not... People oh, they are can always it, go back. Well, people are reading it going, they're never doing sequels again. That's not what they said. Right. They said is the slate after those films are going to be original for a while. Well, the thing that they say... Because the people that are doing the sequels are supposed to be the directors that are originally doing them, and they're yes. all slated for films after. Uh-huh. Well, the thing that they're saying is Pixar wants to go back to their original model, where that sequels don't get made unless the director has a good story yeah. for it. Well, look at uh, in- Incredibles 2. It ha- it's been... It'll be 15 years almost. Yeah, same thing with Finding Dory, and Finding Dory was, was great. I yeah. love Finding Dory. It was amazing. And even when you look at something like uh, Monsters University, which was a very, very good sequel, did it you know did it match that level mm-hmm. of the original? No, but I think that they had a good story to tell with a good message. Yeah. But when you look at Cars 2... Yeah, Cars Two did very well, but it Cars, wasn't. Cars Two, it, Cars and Cars Two. I like Cars One a lot more than Cars Two, but Cars is is the anomaly. It is the largest money making thing yeah. that Disney has right now. Mm-hmm. Let's also say the which is insane. The, yeah. It's basically you've got Frozen for 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 girls demographics, and you've got Cars for boys demographics. Mm-hmm. And that's the, and it's one of those things. Like I don't mm-hmm. blame them for going in, and, and it's John Lasseter who even did his own sequel. So I think a lot of people, you know, he's doing a spy parody. Well, I think when you Cars look at 2. when you look at stuff like Pixar, people look at something like Monsters University or Cars Two, are like, oh, those aren't very good. You're comparing them to Pixar films already, exactly, and that's right. part of the problem. There was an old article I mean, years ago when TV Guide ranked like the top ten Simpsons episodes, and then they ranked the worst episode, uh, the worst Simpsons episode ever, and it's the one where Lisa has a future vision of her marrying. Uh, Hugh Grant's character yes. from Britain. Yes. And in fact, said, I think he's just said, called Hugh. As, yeah, as a Simpsons episode, and they put in it, let's be honest though, as a Simpsons episode, this isn't that great, but it's still better than anything that was on TV that night. Oh, sure. The same thing here, where you have something like Cars 2 or Monsters University, and you're looking at it going, well, it's not Monsters, Inc., and it's not Cars, but sure as hell is better than 90% of the animation that you're forced to but watch. We, but, and I think mm-hmm. that's another reason for, for Pixar to go away from doing sequels is because they're not competing with themselves. When you have something like Monsters, Inc., you're, which was Pixar's amazing. always competing with itself heart. because good, look at Good Dinosaur. Yes. Look at how many people were disappointed in Good Dinosaur because they said it didn't feel like a Pixar film. Right. And so to me, it, no it, it felt what, like, it, it, to me, and, I, I, and I'm one of those people, to me, it felt like we wanted to make this movie, but we didn't have a strong enough plot, so we started pulling from other movies. Started pulling plot points from other movies. Yeah, but the thing is, so many plot points. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a basic. 90% of kids' films are basic plot points. Sure. Oh, you're I mean, that's, uh, totally. That's the thing. Good Dinosaur is. is but that's what also sets Pixar away from everyone else. Is but it is. I mean, it's it's all the sort of, sort of the same things. But they do it very well. I mean, even for look me, at the dinosaurs shorts. done very well because it's it looks fantastic. The the emotion in it to me is is very fine. The end of it is is it, it'll it'll punch you in a way. I mean, if you watch the end of that film and you're not at least on the verge of tears, you have no heart, right? Because okay. the end of it is insane, and it, it's so to me it it hits a lot of those beats of Pixar things. But just saying. In terms of what we're comparing it to, we also have to have that caveat of saying Monsters University <laughs> and Cars 2 and Good Dinosaur are not great Pixar films, but they're probably better than 90% of whatever DreamWorks has put out oh, or sure. Universal Animation or mm-hmm. whatever because there's just, you know, they operate on a different level. We're the same thing with Marvel superhero films. We mm-hmm. go to see something like Iron Man 3 and we go, that's not a great Marvel film. But a lot of people love that film because it's still it's still better than a lot of the other superhero films you're going to see right. or whatever. For us, for me personally, I don't think it's a good film to start with, and it's a terrible Marvel film for me. Sure, because that bar is set so high. Mm-hmm. That's why Shield sucks. I've said this from the very start. It's hard to watch Agents of Shield because you're like you're trying to make a movie and it's not working. Yep, it doesn't look like it at all. When they went to Netflix, they're like, we're going to do something completely different. It's the Marvel mm-hmm. Knights publishing imprint put to screen of saying. We're not trying to do Avengers. We're trying to do gritty, street-level, people beating the living crap out of each other, breaking bones, mm-hmm. sex, drugs, violence, horrible things that happen to people. It's very different than anything that you have already seen on the screen. Mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is isn't your bright costume superhero. It, it's not the same thing. It's yeah. just not. And so th- there's a big delineation there where you can look at that and go, this is as good as a Marvel film, as any of the Marvel films, in a different genre. Hmm. Do you guys think Toy Story should have ended where it did with three? I'm shocked they did four. Yes, I'm still. I, I don't understand. Do the you think? Do behind. you? And here's the thing, because everybody's always talked down. They own Marvel now. They own Star Wars. 
that there's a big, strong possibility that those characters could show up in the, that movie. I don't think toys. that's any reason to do... I don't think that you need to. I, 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 would, I would hurt, for, it for would the, hurt fact, the franchise For the me. fact that they waited a decade to do Incredibles 2, which is one of their most popular films, uh-huh. one of their most successful films, Pixar does not make decisions based on marketing. It does not make decisions based on crass... Or it money. makes decisions. It doesn't need to. Right. I mean, it makes decisions based on money, sure. Knowing that almost every film they do... But is they're not going to put something out just for the sake of making We've money seen, off of if, it. If you look <laughs> at the story for Finding Dory, it's exactly that. They went years going, no. Yeah. Eh, you know, we've got an idea. Well, Ellen the only G- ways that we're going to do it is do it this way. Ellen DeGeneres said she was not going to do it until she found something that she exactly. loved. Exactly. Gave something that she loved. It's a... A story. It's got great characters. It's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no basis in reality because there's no way she could have been born in a tank. Um, <laughs> plus, you know, shit, fish and seals don't talk to each other. But and how long can an octopus? Well, Pixar, really stay out Pixar, of water? it's it's sort You'd of there. Really? Yeah. Oh, octopus, octop, octopuses escape all the time. There's a the story. They they just shared it on the Kevin and Bean show where the octopus escapes out of the tank, goes straight into the drainage ditch, and follows the drainage ditch back into the ocean. It knows exactly where it's going. Octopus are extremely intelligent. They're very, is very it smart. octopus or octopi? It is octopuses. Octopus. It is octopi. Octopi is incorrect. No, octopodes. 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 It's not octopuses. No, no, that's a James Bond movie. Um, Is that what that movie was about? Just a bunch of octopuses? Yes. Sebastian, you are a big Disney Pixar fan. Do you think there needs to be a Toy Story 4 the way Toy Story 3 ended? Well, here's the thing. uh, Pixar is very good about leaving well enough alone. And their mantra has always been, if we've got the right story for it, we'll do it. Everybody said the same thing when they said we're doing Toy Story 3. Everyone went, oh, but after the way Toy Story 2 ended, what can they do now? And can they, they find another song and they like put in a, Toy Story 2 that absolutely destroys you. And you look at the screen and go, oh, Jesse, I just right. you And then movie. what happens? Toy Story 3 is is of the same caliber as the previous two. Yeah. But to have the, to have the pass on the, the these beloved characters to another generation, to me... They've never that said was... that they were going to change it from Bonnie either. I no, mean, no, they've, no. I mean, also a lot of the same people well, said the same thing about what can they do with Toy Story after they did those amazing short films like, the, the, uh, uh, the, like, uh, like, uh, like the... the the toy, one, the, yeah, yeah toys like and Toys of Terror, or something. Yeah, the Toys, toys of well, Terror. The toys of Terror one, they're still with Bob. And the time that Toy Story forgot. Oh, no, that's and, the one. And Party Saurus Rex, yeah. and and everyone went like, "What are they gonna do?" They're just they're, and it's like, it's like, no, they're putting out really good stuff. Should they? Right. I, that who's to say? We'll only know if they should have done it if it's released and it's not that it's, good. Yeah, it's it's twenty twenty vision. It's right. It's, it's mm. going backwards is always twenty twenty. So if it sucks, oh, they shouldn't have done that. They're three if it's for great, three. You're like, hey. I don't blame them for trying. Okay, standard plural in English of octopus is octopuses. However, word octopus comes from Greek, and the Greek plural form octopodes is still occasionally used. The plural form octopi formed according to the rules for some Latin plurals is incorrect. So octopodes is still correct. But octopuses, in, octopuses is and octopodes. English. And once again, this has been Nature Time with Nerdables. Because <laughs> I always use octopodes because it is Greek. Next week when we so talk about lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, oh my. my. So, anyways, um, <laughs> make Ethan produce the show next week too, because now you got to come up with three stories: one with lions, one with tigers, and one with bears. I want to oh, see if he okay. can do it. I, I want to see if he can do it. <laughs> Not the bears. Not the bears. The bears. The bears. The bears. Um, speaking <laughs> Who of wins, <laughs> Mike Ditka or a hurricane? Oh, hold on, hold on. The hurricane is named Hurricane Ditka. Oh, <laughs> how do you, that is my favorite. Of all of those, I love the way he stops them all and just, the hurricane is named Hurricane Ditka, and everyone just loses their mind. How do you like this for a segue? Speaking of bears, J.K. Simmons is becoming quite the big badass bear. For because the, he has that big beard? The big beard, and he's a big, you know, he, he's got I a thought you were beard. referring to the slang term that uh, gay guys use to Yeah, attack, I, it's yeah. kind of one of those things man. like, yeah. bears is not really the a good segue at all for J.K. Simmons. <laughs> or do. It, well, you know what the funny thing is about that was that everybody's making such a big deal about this, but it's not necessarily that. I mean, he's putting on more for the movie, but he's also since I guess what five or six years ago, maybe a little bit more, he lost some weight and decided he wanted to stay in the top. You know. Right. He's already said his weight gain had nothing to do with mm-hmm. Justice League at all. He's just doing it because it's something he likes doing. Right. Well, we were Sebastian and I were talking about this a little before before uh, we started recording. Before 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 we started recording. 
and the prequel uh, to the prequel. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and it just seems like, you know, he for the last couple of roles, he was just like, I put on some weight, so I yeah. started going to the gym. I love the fact that, as, as he puts, quote, this is all coincidental, after the second and final time that I got hugely fat in my life. <laughs> and when I lost that weight six or seven years ago, I pretty much decided I was going to stay in decent shape for the rest of my life. I'm not going to mess with something that iconic. I, I love the fact that everybody goes... Didn't he realize that uh, Commissioner Gordon wears a trench coat for like ninety percent of the time? You see yes, him on but screen? we also yeah, know those that muscles are going to rip right through those. The end of Scott Snyder's run, uh, Jim Gordon is piloting the yes, bat he suit is. As, is in incredible shape in order to do it. So. And everybody was like, "I thought you were like sixty one." He's like, "No, he is sixty one. He's wrecked. He's got crime years on his face. Yeah. Yeah. that's right. what that's what he that was all, the explanation they the gave. Stress. He's really sixteen. No, but that was that was the explanation yeah. they gave was that, that his, all of his the stress and, and, and of his job and the yeah. years of, of of being a detective yeah. have made him look older than what he really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. His arteries are like rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, are is anyone excited Arch for him Stone. to be Commissioner Gordon? Is yeah, it, sure. it's a Zack Snyder film. Is it. everybody a little bit like sad him. that maybe he wasn't coming back to Spider? I like I like mm-hmm. I like J.K. Simmons. So that's that. That's all I really have to say. It's like, oh, they made him Commissioner Gordon. I like J.K. Simmons. Right. I think he'll do a good job. Here's what I was thinking about there. Will I, I go see Justice League? No. I mean, I just mentioned him not being back that's, in Spider-Man. Yeah, wait, that's a total different thing. And what Did anyone see the ultimate cut for Batman Superman? No. No. Okay, I, so no one knows. I, I do love that... that one person the, I know did, and he said... It doesn't make yeah. the movie any See, better. The, the two people that, that are on my page through other podcasts and collecting groups mm-hmm. and whatever, there's two guys that are on my page that are unapologetically saying that Batman Superman is one of the greatest films they've ever seen. And wow. then when they get this, they're trying to find these articles, mm-hmm. which are basically, you know, the, the podunk Idaho super news. The director's cut proves that Zack Snyder's vision is actually much better than we it's ever. Confir- they're looking before. for confirmation. Yeah, they're looking bias. for confirmation in sort of the site. Like, there's no, there's no way. Even Kevin Smith on on his podcast, one of his podcasts, kind of made. He didn't really come out and well, say Kevin it, but Smith's he made he made some round. He made some roundabout, you know, uh, comments about how it still puts you to sleep and stuff. Even with these, it's it's just thirty minutes long. I only know one person who made an attempt and was willing to talk about it, and he's just like, "It's (laughs) willing to talk about it." I know someone else who made an attempt and was just like, "I can't." The horror. I didn't even buy it. No, he honestly, he honestly, he was just like, "The movie's still boring, and it's the half hour scenes are are extra characterization, but nothing that expands the plot." It doesn't even explain Jenna Jenna Malone's new uh, character. It's sort of uh, this is like the biggest superhero movie that I haven't seen. Uh-huh. So there's this weird. You even sort saw of Superman thing. Returns. I did see Superman and Returns. Spider Man Three. I didn't see it twice in one day though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's it's this weird <laughs> thing as I'm listening to people talk about it and realize I I don't I haven't seen it I have no desire to see it. Mm-hmm. There's a curiosity of seeing it at some point. Well, that's like me with Turtles too. There's a curiosity. Yeah, but no, you're an idiot because you saw one and you hated it. Yeah. Um, I just I'm like it was just it was just weird. You saw Transformers just... Four, but you're going to see Five. I'm not seeing Five. Well, oddly I enough, like four. for me with superhero movies, it's always a given that once it comes out on DVD, I'm going to buy it. This I have no interest in adding it to my DVD collection. I, I didn't buy the digital copy. <laughs> Zack Snyder makes my soul puke. <laughs> That's about right. And on that note, soul I think we're going to wrap puke. things up. <laughs> so make sure I saw you them at the true a couple weeks ago. Your soul, soul puke, soul puke. Yeah. puking soul. Those guys are awesome. Zol, Zol puke is awesome. Zol puke. Zol, Zol puke. puke. Zol puke. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. Hey, you Boom. got it right. And make sure you check us out because we're going to Because I wrote be, it down on the script. That's why yeah. he's actually reading it. Going to be coming to Comic-Con. We'll be at the library on Saturday. The whole time. And that's all we're going to say. Nerdy, yeah. That's the nerdiest thing we could ever yes. say. What are you doing on Saturday at Comic-Con? Uh, going to be at the library. We're going to be in the library. Voting up on our superhero history in order to participate in We will be in both the fiction and non-fiction sections We must remove ourselves from gas lamp before 6 o'clock as the bars begin to fill up because none of these people are actually nerds. Yes, but make sure you come check out our panel because we are going to be doing our special spotlight. You have to do your nerd voice. Spotlight to voiceover acting, having you have to do your nerd voice. The enemy, the enemy, the Emmy nominated voiceover actor Eric Balza. I want an enemy nominated voice. You want an enemy? No, an enemy nominated. That would be awesome. And for the audience, an enema nominated 
actor would be would be very very sad. And the enema goes to you. Well, thank you for this award. <laughs> oh, oh thank you, thank you very much for this enema. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to walk weird. I oh, feel a lot more clear. Can you imagine how long it's going to take that person to get to the stage? Now, question <laughs> is, like, bull walking uh, up, like, oh no, why? Uh, would would you do the enema on stage instead of? Be- no, uh, it's, it's, a, it's like a gift certificate. <laughs> <laughs> they hand you the envelope. They yeah. just give you the box of the take-home enema kit. I like that. That's the statue. It's a golden douche. <laughs> if, if it's enema nominated, shouldn't he have already gotten it? He or it's she? It's a golden douche. Ladies and gentlemen, the golden douche goes to. <gasps> I think Sebastian that, just named guy. this episode. Yeah, the guy who stands up, you know, just like, oh, he's hugging his wife, and he's, oh my he's, God. he's shaking I hands never thought. with the producers. Okay, so we are going to have audience participation with a few scripts where you will get to do a voice with our special guest, Eric Bauza. Me. And the rest of the cast. Our special guest, Chris Kohler. Chris Kohler will like probably I, be doing his. Chris will probably be doing you can his do your uh, voice. Bane or his Schwarzenegger. Or I could just do the super racist Indian voice the whole time. And there's a possibility that Nacho Man may show up. I wonder Nacho Man to no, be showing up. I don't think up. there's a possibility. That if guy died. Nacho, if Nacho Man wishes to go to oh, San Nacho Diego, Man I will drive Nacho him, Man died recording his him, Christmas album. I will drive him in my cab. No, you'll Nacho give him a place man. to stay, too, won't you? I'll give him a place to stay on the top of the train. <laughs> Have you seen that video? They're one of the big trains. There's just hundreds of people on top of it. It's like 10 minutes. It's crazy. You just, but, you know, if Nacho Man stays with you, you know. You're Sebastian, just, you going to do a just voice? Just hearing things all night. Like, sure. what are you going to do? Let's hear the no, I, won't, I won't be there because I'll be Say driving overnight. It's I the only know. time I can do <laughs> Is this Mark Evanier rules? Do you just go, oh, you do this voice. Can you do this voice? I don't know. No, I was going to have everybody pick a voice, but oh. I'd like to know what everybody has so I can just, like, throw out that. You can do this voice. Do Nacho Man gets the bit. I've done, like, eight of them. Yeah. No, you're still on the floor. Damn. <laughs> I get one, Shauna gets the other. <laughs> Unless you can convince Shauna to sleep with you. That's the only <laughs> Wait, I'll Yeah, you guys want to do that off the air, you know. I know we're actually sleeping. I, I know we're trying we're trying to get rid of that proof. explicit rating, but you know it work. I think you cursed in the first two te- seconds. Well we technically like, slept in the like in the same hotel room together, so I guess mm-hmm. that kinda counts. There was a door between us though, so no, it doesn't count. Yeah, but this would be in the same sheets. Oh, <laughs> Clothes like, are optional. Like, wait, the same sheets where I, I'm I sure sleep everybody on those else in the room will want you to wear clothes. And then she sleeps but... on those sheets the next night. Is that what you're talking about? So, anyways, we'll that talk to you. Dirtier. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> it sounds even worse. I'll be honest. I'll spray him down. The golden douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm a nerd.